The people of Boston hated the Redcoats, as they bitterly called the British soldiers, and wanted them to leave. In fact, the people wanted to be free completely from England and King George. This freedom talk had been going on for quite some time, and gaining in intensity. When King George first heard about it, he became furious and said to his ministers, We must end this freedom talk for once and for all. So we'll start by hitting them where it will hurt most, in their pocketbooks. From now on, we'll tax every product that enters Boston Harbor. And to make sure those taxes are paid, we'll send some trusty troops to enforce the law. And to prevent any ideas of smuggling to avoid these taxes, we'll patrol the seas with our warships. That will surely stop this freedom nonsense. But the taxes had the opposite effect. Instead of frightening the people and making them give up their desire for freedom, the taxes made them even angrier and more determined than ever to be free. Shouts of taxation without representation rang through the streets. During these wintry days of 1770, the freedom talk had reached a feverish pitch and the hatred for the redcoats approached the boiling point. But there was also another group of people who earned the hatred of the common folk. These were some of the wealthy merchants of Boston who were still loyal to the British. These hated merchants were called Tories. During the years leading up to 1770, there had been frantic meetings at famed Faneuil Hall, where crowds gathered to listen to fiery speeches by Samuel Adams, John Hancock, James Otis, and other patriot leaders. Often these patriot leaders were joined by another man who spoke in an inspirational way. My friends, freedom is our birthright. We must have courage. We must have strength. We must stick together in our noble cause. We must never forget that freedom is worth fighting for. Freedom is worth dying for. The crowd cheered wildly and gathered around this man. He was powerfully built with broad shoulders and stood well over six feet. He wore the uniform of a seaman, and his hair was closely cropped and curly. He had high cheekbones and piercing eyes. Although he was very serious when delivering his speeches, he flashed a ready smile that inspired all who heard him. But what was perhaps most remarkable about this man was the color of his skin. It was black, slightly tinted with a copper tone. His name was Crispus Attucks. Many people, especially those around the docks, knew him because for the past twenty years, Crispus had been a harpooner on a whaling ship. In fact, Crispus was known to be the most fearless and courageous of all the harpooners who sailed out of Boston.